You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this episode, I share with you the one question I ask myself before I do anything in my business. This question has been a guiding light in my business for making decisions and coming back to my power. If you're struggling to make decisions in your business and you need clarity on how to move forward, this episode is for you. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillip. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I want to share with you the one question that I ask myself before I do anything in my business. And I actually ask myself this before I do anything in my personal life and my relationships. It has been the guiding question for me over the last several years, and it has really changed everything for me. And I think the reason why this question is so powerful is because it immediately brings focus and clarity to the decisions that you make. And so that question for me is, does this get me more of what I want? And for me, what this question represents is it always brings me back to my big vision. And I think that a lot of new entrepreneurs sometimes struggle with trying absolutely everything or sometimes even trying nothing and shying away from things that would help them get more of what they want. So for you to be able to ask yourself this question, when you're making decisions in your life, when you're making decisions in your business, you need to be really clear on what is it that you actually do want? Because if you don't have a vision and if you don't have anywhere to aim, you are never going to hit the bullseye. So that's the big thing that you really want to be reflecting on. If you want to be able to ask yourself this question is what do I actually want for my life and for my business? Because I think sometimes people feel like they just want to be successful. Well, I just want to make money. But I think we need to get a lot more specific than that. And we need to go deeper than that. So it's not just that you want to make money, but how do you want to make money? How do you want that to feel? How many hours do you want to work? How large of a team do you want? How do you want to serve clients? How do you want to feel in your business every day? If you're not able to answer these questions, you will never be able to take intentional action to grow your business in the way that you want. And that's where a lot of burnout and a lot of resentment starts to come in for entrepreneurs. If you have seen entrepreneurs who start with a business and then they close it down six months later and then they start with a new business, then they close it down six months later, it's usually because they're not being super intentional about the business that they want to build. And I think that's where a lot of frustration comes in is you don't even enjoy the experience of building the business You don't even enjoy the experience of running the business and doing the work, and then it's not getting the results that you want it to get, so you hate everything about the experience. But if you love the way you are building your business, not only are you going to get better results much more quickly, you are also going to enjoy the experience and enjoy the ride so much more. So you have to start with that big vision. And I think for me that has been so key because I always know When I make a decision and when I'm asking myself, does this get me more of what I want, what I want being that vision for myself, then it becomes very clear, a very clear yes or no, whether something is worth my time and worth my energy. 
And so one place where I see this plays out for a lot of people is when they don't have that big vision or they don't ask themselves that question is when shiny object syndrome starts to come into play. So maybe you do have a clear vision for your business, but you're starting to see a bunch of different things online. Maybe you should have an evergreen funnel. Maybe you should be on Pinterest. Maybe you should be doing live launching. Maybe you should have a podcast. And so what sometimes happens is some people will usually rather impulsively start to go down a different track and try a new strategy or a new idea because they think it will quote unquote work. But the question is work toward what? Is it working toward what you want or is it just working toward success in the name of success? We have to be super clear about what is it that we want and how do we want to build that business in alignment with that? So as an example, if you don't want to be working a ton of hours, then why are you launching a million different things? It would be a much better use of your resources to focus on building one signature offer that you can rinse and repeat, sell with a replicable process, have maybe one to two lead generation sources, and just work that until it works. You would probably make much more money with a much higher profit margin and much less hours. I think what's so great about the internet is we get exposed to so many different ideas, right? I feel like I learn a different hack on TikTok every other day, but at the same time, it can create a lot of impulse spending. It can create a lot of distraction. It can create a lot of anxiety of feeling like there is this secret strategy that you don't know or that you're not doing, and that's why you're not successful. When really the reason why you might not be successful yet in the way that you want to be is because of a lack of focus and a lack of clarity and a lack of commitment to your strategy rather than going and trying on and borrowing someone else's strategy. So constantly coming back to what is true for you is really key because when you start to deviate from your strategy, when you start to deviate from your path and you start to go off wider it becomes a lot harder to get back on track, right? So think about it this way. If you were walking in a straight line from point A to point B, and then you take a 45 degree angle to the right, it might look like a really small deviation up front, but after three months of walking that path, you are now so much further away from where you would be in that straight line toward that goal because over time, as you start to try different things and move in different directions, you get even further away from your path and from your truth. So it's really key to keep coming back to that. I think one of the other things that we've you know, kind of been misled on is feeling like we all have these unlimited resources and unlimited energy and unlimited opportunity. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely a lazy person and I don't say that with any sort of judgment for myself, right? I like being a really present wife. I like being a really present dog mom, maybe one day a really present human mom, but I really like my life and my family and I don't want to be running my business 24-7. I love my business. I love my clients. When I'm on, I'm super on and super present for my people but it's not something that I want to completely devote my life to by any means. I want to have both. I always knew for me that my kind of big vision 
is that I wanted to be able to build a business so that I could travel the world. I built my business when I was 22 and I moved overseas and I needed a business that I could run from anywhere, that I could change time zones and the business wouldn't crash. I needed a business that didn't require me to be in a physical location. So I made sure that all of my clients were virtual and that I didn't build an in-person based focused business. So I was always really strategic with that. Now, over the years, I've gotten older, I've gotten married, I've settled down a little bit more. So, you know, I don't need a business that's online just because I want to go to Hong Kong tomorrow, maybe the way I used to back when I was 25. But I do want to be able to take my dog for a walk whenever she's looking antsy. I do want to be able to plan surprises for my husband. I do want to be able to go to America to see family when babies are born or when birthdays are being celebrated. So even though you know, maybe I'm not traveling in the way that I once was, that kind of big vision of I want my business to fit around my life and I want my life to be rich and front and center and vibrant is still true. So that question of does this get me more of what I want is still absolutely key because if I started packing in my schedule with so many things that I couldn't be the wife that I wanted to be, that I couldn't be the daughter or the friend that I wanted to be, then it's not in alignment with me. It's not something that's worth my time. And I'm okay with knowing that while, yes, we all might have 24 hours in a day, I don't need to use all 24 of them on my business, right? We all have only so much time to dedicate to the things that we want. So we all get to choose what that looks like. So your potential is absolutely limitless. And that's the magic of scaling is that you can work less hours and make more money. But still, if your mindset was, I'm at a stage in my life where I'm comfortable with working as much as possible to make as much as possible, and that's what lights me up, go for it. But if that's not the stage that you're in, but then you start seeing this all over the internet and you think that you need to hustle more and that you working harder is going to make you more successful, sure, might it make you more successful? Might it make you more money? Yes. But does it get you more of what you want? No. Is it taking you away from your vision? Yes, right? And then it's so much harder to kind of get back on track because let's say you've built this entire business that's based on live launching new offers that you came up with yesterday and then you want to slow down. You kind of have to start from scratch in a sense, right? You need to start to take things evergreen. You need to plan out your content process. Everything needs to get more in alignment. It would have been easier to do that from day one. So if you are in day one of your business or day 100 of your business, but you're still early days, I really encourage you always to make decisions from that place of does this get me more of what I want? Because the further away you get from that, the further and harder it is to get back to that. And so we need to start to reframe sacrifices, right? It's not a bad thing. It is not an inherently bad thing to say no to something. I think it is deeply powerful. It is an act of clarity. It is an act of prioritization. It is one of the most powerful things you can ever do for your life and business is to say no to something. Because when you say no to something that is not for you, you say yes to getting more of what you want. So the follow-up questions that I ask myself when I get in alignment with a decision and I decide, yes, this does get me more of what I want. I then lean on my intentional, manageable, profitable framework that I teach my clients. And I ask myself, how can I do this in the most intentional, manageable, and profitable way? So let me give you an example. Let's say I was deciding 
the podcast, right? I had to, I decided to bring the podcast back a couple of months ago. Does bringing the podcast back get me more of what I want? The answer for me is yes. I, first of all, love being able to connect on audio. I have been teaching and coaching for six plus years now. So I have so much to share. I want to be able to have something that people can go binge and go listen to 20, 30 episodes and really get a feel for me and my coaching style. And then it makes it an easy heck yes for them to enroll in my program. So for me, absolutely yes. Getting back to the podcast did get me more of what I want. So then asking myself, okay, great. How can I do this in the most intentional, manageable and profitable way? So intentional is the first pillar of my framework. And for me, that really comes back to doing everything in alignment with does this get me more of what I want? So being really conscious about the choices that you make, being very true and authentic to yourself and being very thoughtful with your approach to making decisions. Manageable is doing something in the most organized, planned out, stress-free way possible. So that means getting team support, making it work with my resources instead of stressing myself. So you can stretch yourself, but I don't think you should stress yourself, right? I think there is a big difference between stretching and stressing. And it kind of goes back to this conversation I had with you on just because you have 24 hours in a day doesn't mean you need to use all of them, right? So if it was really, really, really inconvenient and unmanageable for me to do the podcast, then it would be a not right now thing, right? Or I would need to figure out how can I make some choices to make that more manageable? Because if it's not manageable, it's not sustainable. If it's not sustainable, it's not going to happen. And then the last question that I need to ask myself is how can I do this in the most profitable way possible? So for me, I want things to be profitable, meaning I want them to be a moneymaker. If something's not a moneymaker, I don't do it. So I want to know my numbers. I want to know the revenue something is creating for my business. I want to keep my expenses lean and I want to have a path to profitability. So for me, the podcast is a really great piece to do because from a profitability standpoint, you very well might be listening to this episode thinking, I super drive with Sabrina. I love what she talks about. I want to be in her coaching program. Okay, great. But if I was doing something like giving away free one-on-one consulting calls, that for me probably wouldn't be super profitable because it's not worth my time to do that. It's not something that might be converting the best because people who are picking up free consulting calls might not necessarily be the people who are ready to invest in consulting, right? There's a big difference between wanting free advice versus wanting to make an investment. So I'm always asking myself, how can I do this in the most intentional, manageable and profitable way? And so I love this big question of, does this get me more of what I want? Because it really is so essential to bringing you back to your power because you are only available for getting what you want. Anything that does not get you more of what you want, you are a no to. If something is not beneficial to you, right? If you're thinking about relationships, if you're thinking about commitments that you make, if it is not mutually beneficial, then it's not worth your time. If it is not worth it to you to be recording a podcast, then you're not available for that. Now, I think one thing I would go ahead and add here is, you're not always going to see the fruits of your labor right away, but typically you can know from the get-go whether or not something could work out if you work it, right? And there has to be a willingness to keep working it until it works. And I think that's where this question can also really help you play the long game because it's not about making immediate, short-term, quick decisions. Can you do this for little decisions like, hmm, do I want to do that guest coaching slot? Does that get me more of what I want? 
yes or no, sure, you can do it for little things like that. But if you're really thinking about it for the long strategy, then you need to be in it for the long haul. And what I want to note about this question in particular is I sometimes see people lead their lives with the question of, does this feel like a yes? Like, does this feel easy for me to commit to? And so the big thing people are prioritizing is easy yeses. But what is going to be happening is if you don't know how to do something or if you're afraid of doing something or if you've never done something before, it is not going to be an easy yes. It is going to be fearful and afraid and nervous. But just because you're afraid of something doesn't mean it's bad for you. Just because you think something is hard doesn't mean it's not right for you. So we really need to reframe that. So as an example, I will have a lot of new clients who come to me and they'll say, that you know they want to be um, like selling offers with Facebook ads and funnels, but they don't have a funnel, they don't have a proven offer, they don't have any spend for ads. And you know this reason why they're in that mindset is because they've decided that launching is hard, they hate launching, they can't do launching. But that's only because they don't know how to launch properly, right? It's not because there's anything inherently bad with launching. It's not because launching doesn't get them more of what they want, it's just because they think that launching is hard. There's a difference between launching being hard and you thinking that launching is hard. Launching is really easy, right? Launching is a system. If you can have a replicable sales system that every single time you take certain actions, you make money, that's the easiest thing in the world. But if you don't know how to do that, then I can understand why you might feel like you're a no to that. But that's why the question needs to be bigger. It's not, does this feel easy? It's, does this get me more of what I want? If something gets me more of what I want, but it feels hard or scary or nerve nerve wracking, that's for me to work on. And that's also for me to get support around. If something feels hard, then it's like, okay, how can I get training around this? How can I get mentorship around this? How can I get team support around this? How can I get other people supporting me so it's not all on me? When I do that, then it becomes easy. And now I'm taking the correct actions because I'm doing the things that get me more of what I want. But when you're a no to something because you don't know how to do it, you are cutting yourself off from those opportunities. So does this get me more of what I want really is the most life-changing question because it will constantly bring you back to your power, to your vision, and you are only doing things that get you more of what you want. You never have to ask yourself, is this worth it? Am I wasting my time? Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? It is going to work. It's going to get you more of what you want. You're going to work it until it works. And that's it. You can trust the process. You can relax and you can show up and do what you need to do. So this question, does this get me more of what I want? The most life-changing question ever. And then the follow-up questions that I always ask myself after that when I've made that decision and now it's time to go execute and act on my decision is how can I do this in the most intentional, manageable, and profitable way possible? I've been sharing this with my clients for years. And now I've shared it with you. I hope that this was helpful and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. We release new episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a woman entrepreneur and you want to work with me to scale your business to six, seven, or even eight figures, send me a message because I'm currently accepting new clients. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next week.